The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Mikey Bones. I'm joined by my fellow hosts, Kat, Valor, and Rob Humphrey. I got a right this time. What's happening, guys? <laughs> Hello. You all right? Look, I, I don't know what's going to happen tonight, so just roll with it. Kat, <laughs> how many times do we start a show, Rob, saying, I don't know how this is going to go tonight? Yeah. Um, this is the first time he's given us permission to ignore him, though. though. Yeah, I mean, honestly, so seriously. I've been drinking since 8.30 this morning. It's just <laughs> all, right. all out of sorts. Well, let's record stuff for the world to hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's Murder Man this week still. We're almost done. I I really have been dreading this week, honestly. I'm looking forward to it. Of course, uh, I being the one who probably pays the least amount of attention to things that happen on this show, um, don't really know what's coming up. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um, I I have a uh, I have an announcement about this week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I and we were talking about this before the show. Um, I promised I was going to talk a little bit about IR Chris in this episode. Yes, yes, please. Is this uh, a horror court? No, it's not a horror court. Damn. It's a, it's a horror. I, I guess maybe technically it's a horror court sidebar. Nice. <laughs> Misdemeanor horror court. It's a changing of policies. Because uh, I, I got some uh, shade from IR Chris last night he gets mad when i vote he gets mad when i don't vote he has called me out again for the first bracket that we ever did about not wanting to tie break so i'm going to vote last tonight in all this the is things. a bad idea this is a yeah, bad idea chris what'd you do that means you're breaking all the ties i'm breaking all listen if so you all guys your bullshit's gonna get choose through. correctly it's <laughs> It's not going to be ties. Uh, I, w- I want to prove that I'm not afraid to break ties anymore. I just have... I I feel like I'm the quickest to make decisions. I feel like I come the most prepared. But if IR Chris is going to be giving me trouble, uh, I'm happy to vote last. I'm happy to break those ties. 
Uh, I know where I'm going with stuff, so... I like to think that I come the most prepared. You can think whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to also let Chris know, when, when we don't want to break the tie, we blurt it out first, so I feel like he's missing that part. That's my style. If I don't want to do it, I'll just get it out of the way right away. Hey, it's not my fault. Is the way that, you know, that's kind of the way that you go with it. But, I mean... I, I, I was very drunk when all this happened, and I couldn't engage publicly, and I, I was very busy today and didn't get a chance to go back slash forgot. So I missed a lot of this. I did see a little bit of that, and then I was getting yelled at in French. <laughs> I don't know. It devolved quickly. How did it go from him yelling at Cat to him yelling at you? How did that happen, Cat? Uh, as it's, uh, it's going to... <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine, I guess. Right. Yeah. Because of peek behind the curtain, again, when I look at my phone and there's a bunch of notifications from Twitter, I don't read that bullshit. I just forget about it and move on. I try to. I miss a lot of stuff. I'm going to be honest. And I I just, I was very drunk. I'm just like, it was, it was, a, I, I engage on Twitter when I'm drunk and I don't mind, but there's a level where it's like, all right, I shouldn't do this. And I didn't do it. So that's my bad. But he did say, uh, because I refused to vote for anything I cared about, last week I voted early and loudly pretty fast. This week I'm doing tie breaks. Except for, here's the thing is, I don't really trust you guys to vote for the right thing for tie breaks. I have, my prediction is that I'm going to come in with a vote that doesn't matter a lot this week, but last. But that's going to be how we do it. Because I'm, I'm, I have a vendetta this week. <laughs> if this bracket does nothing else, I, I wanted to prove that I feel passionately about these things, and I'm not afraid to say it on a recording. Apparently drunk. So, look, I applaud you, Cat. I there's nothing I enjoy more in life than you know settling a petty score. So let's do it. <laughs> and I would like to stand up for Cat a little bit too, because th- these things are fucking hard, you know, and people have different opinions that's what makes this genre so great that's part of the reason i love horror so much it's so opinionated people are very passionate and not only is it hard to make some of these decision decisions but we also have to agree or come to terms with two other people and they're you know we all have very different tastes on the show which is what i think is makes us a great dynamic so yeah i always stick up for cat a little bit it's hard man like it truly is not easy to, to make these picks and and you guys let us know how you feel about them too which is fun so but yeah it, it, I don't blame Cat man it's, I've been I've done it a bunch of times man and I was damn near in tears last week enough is enough yeah we didn't make it easy on you last week no and it's the you know it's the list and, and it just it is what it is man what are you gonna fucking do you know so I, I'll stick up for Cat on that one begrudgedly slightly but either way, she's right. It, it's hard. It's hard. Um, but all right, Kat, uh, let's go then. All right, cool, cool. So yeah, that's what's going on with me today. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> all right. This is this is how I'm choosing. I I keep wanting to refer the, to this as the last week of the bracket, which isn't true. Uh, but like the last week of my vote mattering on the bracket. I always consider our last bracket week like full chaos mode, where. It's kind of like a whose line is it anyway situation. The points don't really matter. <laughs> it's whoever shouts the loudest. 
but in like our last week of voting civilized, uh, yeah. I'm using mine being petty. <laughs> okay. I applaud that decision. Yeah. Yeah, that that's fair. Uh, the heads get chopped off. I mean, the heads have been getting chopped off this whole fucking go at this thing, but they're really going to roll tonight. So, uh, all right. We got to get into hard news. We get drink roll call out of the way, and then we will get into it. Drink roll call. I'm still slightly hungover. I'm here. I have this just for the spirit. I'm just drinking a Long Island iced tea. That's it. Right. I'm lightweighting it tonight. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking the uh, Hilton Head Distillery Rum, uh, spiced rum. It's very, very good. And uh, I've had a lot of it. How long have you been drinking that again? <laughs> well, I I didn't start drinking this. I started at 8.30 this morning drinking beer. Okay. Uh, and then I came home and I took a nap, I would say, from like 11 to 1 or something like that. A couple hours. And then I got up and then... That's when I started drinking it, but I but I I did pace myself throughout the day. I'm not completely shwasted. So not every one of these brackets are going to be about a sex tape. Was what you're saying? Well, we haven't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> I have started going a little harder than the last couple hours on the on the rum. So we'll see what happens. But oh, great. I, I don't I don't anticipate opening next week's show with an apology. That's good. That's if funny. I can maintain where I'm at now. That's funny because I I always anticipate the following <laughs> show is going to start with you apologizing. I mean, you know what what is the ratio of that? I mean, it's only like what twenty percent of the shows or something. It's higher than it should be. Yeah, I bet it's higher than any other show anybody else listens to. I <laughs> ga- I, can, I can damn near guarantee that there, there there is not one that one person listens to this show listens to any other show where one of the hosts have to apologize. To the listeners and other hosts for things they said drunk the previous week. I can guarantee it hasn't happened multiple times. I would like to point out that I am the only host on this show brave enough to do so. <laughs> I've right. never had to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't say anything on here. You should. You should. Here's something else. Is it a good argument? No, but is it an argument? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. I'm sticking to my guns. All right, Kat, you were you 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 were uh, a little tardy to the recording because your drink was malfunctioning. My <laughs> drink was malfunctioning. Um, yeah, I'll I'm gonna talk a lot about IR Chris today, I guess. <laughs> oh God. Uh, he he recommends a lot of I well last last time was it last week I had the beef Daniels. Uh, yeah, I think so. A week. He he recommended a drink that proved to be technically difficult for me. Uh, this time, I will admit, I I'm the one that fucked this one up pretty bad. Uh, I he posted a thing. It, I think he tagged all of us, but it was um like the empty the hollow chocolate Easter eggs with Bailey's in them, uh, as like our new Easter drink. And I said that I didn't have any of the eggs, but I did have one of those hollow bunnies. That I could put Bailey's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we right. named it uh, the Feaster Bunny, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to have one of those tonight. Um, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'd like to start this episode with an apology. for no, uh, I, the, uh, So they were, while they were technically hollow, uh, they were like the off-brand Easter Bunnies. And it was like... There was a lot more chocolate in there than I was anticipating. Uh, 
So uh, first of all, finding like the hollow center proved to be difficult. Uh, the bunny was kind of in pieces. It was already not going well. Uh, and then there was not as much space in there. There was like less than a half shot of Bailey's in the bunny and it was leaking everywhere. Uh, and what I ended up with uh, really was just like, crumpled chocolate in the bottom of a thing of Bailey's, which was when I sent the text that I was not going to be on time to the recording. Um, so, And I, I do have downstairs, I just have like a bunch of uh, wet bunny pieces. <laughs> just kind of soaking in Bailey's. Uh, so I brought beer to the recording. I just oh, gave that's up. That's hysterical. So Kat uh, sat in her kitchen destroying a poor chocolate bunny who did nothing to anybody. I love yeah. it. What the, <laughs> what kind of beer though, Cat? Uh, it is still zombie dust. Okay. It's actually zombie dust again. Uh, I really like it. I keep waiting for them to have because uh, you've recommended other three Floyd stuff. I know they have Rumble a lot head. of different flavors. Yeah. Um, but they carry. This is a staple at my local local liquor store. So, uh, when I see it, I pick it up because I I know it's good. Yeah. Gumball head is is definitely the way to go. I'm kind of surprised they don't have it. It's a, it's well, it's I guess it's more like a summer beer. So maybe they'll have it then. Maybe it'll yeah, maybe I'll get a chance. But uh, when they don't have anything else, uh, this has been it's been my go to. Right. All right, there you go. <laughs> On massacred bunny nights, it's it's good to have <laughs> in the back of the fridge. <laughs> massacred bunny nights that's hysterical <laughs> i like the thought of you tearing apart this poor bunny is just hysterical to me and it um, was one of those like uh sunk time fallacies because like the longer i spent trying to get bailey's into the bunny uh the more important it felt that i get it right <laughs> yeah that seems like a shot kind of thing gotta be quick. yeah yeah it, it, it didn't go well i do have there is one more uh bunny left but at that point i was already <laughs> late uh we, we might try again for easter and kill another bunny <laughs> kill another bunny all right uh, well that i appreciate the attempt cat this this thing is really try. evolved man like into a lot it's so much work drink <laughs> roll call you guys don't understand we have a whole show to plan for now we gotta get stupid liquor uh you guys ready to get into the news so we can move on yeah It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. There is really not much news. Real quick, Rob, can I can I let everybody hear my new button? I mean, it's your button, I guess. And where are my balls? Can't wait for that to show up again. <laughs> Another Patreon thing, guys. Go sign up. Yeah. Big yeah. fan of the new button. Patreon.com slash slasher radio. Right. Mm. First thing I wanted to mention, uh we talked about it a little bit before the show started. It's a slow news week. Dread XP, which is Dread Central's gaming production company. I don't know what exactly they're calling it. Uh, but they confirmed that there is a new found footage horror movie called Amanda the Adventurer. Uh, there's a trailer out on Steam right now. Uh, Rob, you looked at it. I'm going to send it if Kat wants to take a look and comment. It looks interesting, but, you know, it's a single player, so I'm probably not going to be interested. I like single player, but that uh, does not look like it appeals to me. 
Uh, I might play this. This looks like the kind of thing that... Yeah. It looks like cartoony or something. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a... Uh, what was that thing that Bray Wyatt had? The fun... It looks like a funhouse kind of way, though. Kind of, yeah. Like a kid show or something. Yeah, like yeah. a creepy kid show. Yeah. I might give it a go. It's free. I'm down with free. I fucks with free. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I... I'll play a lot of free horror games just yeah. to see what they're about. Yeah, why the hell not? Rob, you're not much of a spooky gamer, dude. I just, you know, I like the games I like. Like, um, I mean, the uh, super massive games, I like those a lot. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to sit around. What am I going to play? Spooky kid show game? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. All right. And I'm, you know, anytime I see something like that now, I'm nervous that somebody's going to try and fuck those cartoons or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, one of my favorite bits. It's not the same without the puppets, though. Well, yeah. I, mean, I know. It was a reach, but I appreciate it. It's the original. You know. Yeah. Uh, next thing. It's harder it... to fuck a cartoon, right? <laughs> I wouldn't think so, but what do I know? I'm not an animator. Yeah, get your dick through the screen. I'd imagine that doesn't sound fun. Uh, Killer Sofa is going to Screambox, Rob. Oh, all right. Well, I've seen Killer Sofa, and I yeah. uh, really, really like the movie. I know. Um, yeah, so if you get a chance to check it out on Screambox, I would, I would highly recommend it. However, do keep in mind it's not a sofa. It's a chair. I don't know why they call it Killer Sofa when it's clearly a chair. It's a bit of a misnomer. <laughs> yeah, but still an amazing film. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Kat, do you care? Uh, you no, because I don't have screen box. Yeah. I will say the, <laughs> um, yeah, I can talk about this, right? Yeah, I, because I can say that I've watched it. So the one thing that was going to get me to finally sign up for Screenbox was uh, the Japanese remake of Cube, which we got the screener for. Uh, so I no longer need to sign up for Screenbox, and <laughs> I would have been, I. Let's just say it would have been a leap of faith to pay $25 exclusively for a Japanese remake of anything uh, that I've already seen in English. Uh, I was prepared to do it, but now I don't have to, so. Yep. When's the embargo lift on that anyway? Because somebody sixth, asked me about it. Right? Huh? Oh, no. Yeah, the sixth. Okay. Yeah, somebody asked me about it. And I was like, I don't think I'm allowed to tell you anything, man. I ain't trying to get in trouble. Yeah, no. <laughs> Screen box police will come get me or whatever. <laughs> they probably would too. Uh, next thing is Mike Flanagan uh, is talking about uh, rumors on a Clayface movie. Apparently, that was like a DC character. I'm not big on the comic books. I don't know. I'm hoping Cat might know something about it. You know anything about that, Cat? No, I don't. I've uh, never heard of Clayface. That sounds like some Batman bullshit. All right. Um, it says in the article again. It looks like Flanagan had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter uh, Safran over at DC, uh, but Flanagan himself tweets that doesn't mean anything is actually happening. Uh, I brought it up because I know Cat likes Mac Mike Flanagan. And I do like Mike Flanagan. Yeah, it looks like a creature feature. I just sent you guys the article. Everybody listening can check it out on Bloody uh, Disgusting. Yeah, it's a Batman villain. Oh, is it? Oh yeah. shit. So I'll probably watch this. Um, 
I'm not. Here's the thing: is that I feel like DC movies always let me down. But mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Batman movies. I was gonna say all the Batman movies, but then I'm locked into watching the second uh, Robert Pattinson Batman movie, and I don't think I want to do that. Uh, but I watch most of the Batman movies. Uh, I really like Mike Flanagan. Uh, I would give this a shot. And yeah, DC has been let down. It always is, and I fucking hate it. Uh, but I, I've said I've been saying this for years, man. DC needs to say fuck it and just go for shit like this. Start leaning because DC can very easily be interpreted into a horror movie, and it's they need to do that, man. They're never gonna catch Marvel. It's over. Go your own route. Start your own thing. Lean into these villains. Mike Flanagan's great. He could turn the ship around if they start, you know, kind of getting into that. I'd be there for it if it ends up happening. Uh, last thing I had to mention is welcome to Derry news hit. Bill Skarsgård is not currently involved with Pennywise prequel series. Okay. So I, was it going to get somebody that looks like him? Does anyone look like him? There are him? not a lot of people that look like him. <laughs> Maybe they're a doing different a different Scars Pennywise. guard. <laughs> Maybe they're what? Maybe they're doing a different Pennywise. Could be. Which I they're wouldn't be mad about. They're just doing the big spider. <laughs> God damn. I, I mean, know, you, I guess technically with Pennywise, you can do anything you want, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, we all think of Pennywise the clown, but that's not really what Pennywise was, right? Right. Isn't that how it works? Like, I don't know. Yeah, he was an interdimensional space spider. Yeah, that's dumb. I like the clown idea better. <laughs> I do too. But there was also in the miniseries. I don't. I didn't see it. Chapter two, and everyone knows how I feel about it. Chapter one. But in the the miniseries, they told the story about how he's been taking this form for all these decades and centuries and stuff. Yeah. With that scene with the book, so you know, I, I I know you can do anything with them, but they there's so much there that they could do with that because of that groundwork that they laid. And it would be nice. It's a prequel, too. Who knows how long we'll even get to Pennywise? Like, what the... We don't even know what it is. Yeah, that's... Prequels are always interesting. Yeah. Like, you never quite know what what you're going to get, you know. Uh, All right, that's all I have for the news. Like I said, it's a little weak. All right. right. As promised, I think you're going to like uh, this week's Gabagoolie Mystery Corner. Oh, great. Hold on, let me hit my button so I can be happy. Gabagoolie Mystery Corner, where our listeners, magnificent listeners, send in Italian memes for me to react to anonymously. Yes. To to celebrate you, yes. No. You have been, uh, let's, the listeners, uh, are (laughs) embracing my participation in the Gabagoolie Mystery (laughs) Corner. They certainly are. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought you might appreciate, uh, since you've been blaming me for the Mystery Corner, even though I just pass along information. Yeah, but you choose to pass along the information. You could have easily said... And I'm choosing to pass along this information as well. This is a pretty good one, Mikey. Alright, let's see. Cats Gabagoolie Familia. We're... What the hell? We're running them dank Italian memes, capiche. (laughs) 
it's kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought you might like It's got like the capiche at the end, though. It does have. What's wrong with well, that? It is an Italian meme. Right. Yeah, it is an Italian meme. It's got the familia in there. Uh, I appreciate the bat. You break the, some kneecaps with those bats. That's how it's done. That's but how business yeah. gets done with the family, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Uh, all right. I, I like this. This is better than what I usually get. Yeah, if we're scaling and between comparison, <laughs> yes, this is the best one ever, in my opinion. So, all right, good job. All right, I uh, I feel a little left out of this whole thing because everybody gets to celebrate you, but me, Mikey. Oh, do you want the one that I didn't send? It? Do you want the one that was uh, too extreme no, no, for me I, to send so to Mikey? I took a little time. <laughs> Oh, okay. And oh. I came up with something else to add to this. Oh, great. Uh, because <laughs> I know that Mikey, I don't feel like Mikey feels properly celebrated. And so to further celebrate Mikey and Italian-Americans everywhere, I have uh, brought with me um, the first installment of the Tony Danza Fun Fact of the Week. Oh! <laughs> uh, Tony Danza, as we know, is a, an Italian-American icon worshipped uh, throughout uh, Italy, I'm sure. Motherfucker. Um, and uh, so this this week's uh, tidbit, a uh, little little fun fact about Mr. Tony Danza: His mother was a bookkeeper, and his father worked as a waste collector in Brooklyn. Who cares? Now you know. Who cares? You care. It's okay. First of all, Tony Danza. I've told you this many times. We don't look at Tony Danza as a god. He's not treasured. He's just fucking Tony Danza. Well, that's a I god. Mean, come on. I mean, most people look at Tony Danza as a god. No, Italian dude. He was in Angels of the Outfield. What are we talking about? I like Angels of the Outfield a lot. It's a great movie. Mm -hmm. What does it mean? He was in Who's the Boss? So what? I'm just saying. I know that. I know that your people celebrate him, and I want to help celebrate him. And by doing so, I celebrate you. We do not celebrate him. He's not. He's just Tony Danza. All right, well, tune in next week for the next installment of the Tony Danza Fun Fact of the Week. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Why are we adding on to this? <laughs> like, I complain about what we're doing already, and your answer is to let's do more. I'm just trying to help you get in the spirit, Mikey. Motherfucker, where are my balls? <laughs> the memes go up on Patreon, so we just describe them here. By the way, it's two cats holding a bat. One of them's got Robert De Niro's sunglasses on. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Are we done? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we're done. Again, his mother was a bookkeeper and his father was a waste collector in Brooklyn. Yeah, I heard you. Okay. Just, just right. so you know. His father uh, probably picked up my grandparents' garbage. Yeah. yeah isn't that probably. something? That's, isn't that neat? No, I don't care. The don't do this again. The Danza family picked up your grandparents' garbage? That's amazing. No, it's not. Even if Tony Danza himself came and picked up my garbage, <laughs> I wouldn't care. Like, I'd be like, holy shit, that's Tony Danza. And move on with life. Like, I wouldn't even take a picture of him or nothing. Tony Danza's amazing. I don't know what your problem is. Don't do this again next week. What does it take to make <laughs> you happy? Stop doing this. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a secret. I, have, it's, I haven't been cryptid. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are we done now? I'm done. 
right. Well, yeah. had one fun fact a week. That's all you get. Don't do it again next week. Oh, bitch. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Murder Madness. Every time you twist my balls, every time. With... Do you know how hard it was to find fun facts about Tony Danza? Yeah, I did it about Tom Brady to piss a group of people off. I know. <laughs> randomly reading off Tom Brady facts. I had like five tabs open for Tom Brady. <laughs> All right. Last week, we went through round two of this Murder Madness bracket, Originals vs. Remakes. Uh, this week, we are throwing down rounds three and rounds four. And next week, we will have a panel for the semifinals and the finals. Down Wrap to the up. Furious Four. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was the term. I don't, it was. I don't know. I just I feel like you had a term last year and you were annoying about it. Yeah, I'm sure I was. All right. <laughs> <laughs> far be it for you sounds like me mm-hmm. sure does you guys ready uh we'll bounce back and forth like we did last week originals remakes originals remake okay <sighs> we mentioned it last week we knew it was coming on the original side of this bracket it is suspiria 1977 going up against a nightmare on elm street from 1984 Ooh. This sucks and i feel like the reason it sucks as bad as it does is because these are two very different movies they are they are yes and they both did what they were trying to do perfect just as well as each other like they, they both achieved what they were trying to do they're trying to do two very different things exactly and this is a bitch man they're iconic for two different reasons Right, and obviously I like a style a lot more, but trying to be fair, that's not what this is about. This is about which is better, and this is really... I've been thinking about this all week. Me too. <laughs> I don't know if I believe Rob. I never believe Rob. <laughs> yeah, that's mean. I wasn't making it up. Tony Danza's mother really was a bookkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. We've moved on. We had fucking three ads play. Stop. All right. So both movies made by horror masters, Dario Argento, Wes Craven. Yeah, that's true, too. You got the visuals of Suspiria that are just incredible. You've got the score in Suspiria that is amazing. And on the other side, you got a kitty diddler. So what do you do, Mikey? Oh, come on. You're going to sell it short <laughs> like that. Shame on you. No, when it comes to story, I think Nightmare is where that, that's where it really wins, right? It's, I just think the story of A Nightmare on Elm Street is much stronger than the one in Suspiria. Um, Suspiria is a movie to me that has always been more about the style than really about the the substance or the the uh, I don't want to say the substance. It's just more about the the style of filmmaking than it is really about the story. I don't I don't find the story all that compelling or interesting. It's an art piece in in a way. Yeah, much like Skinamarie. Oh. <laughs> don't you dare compare Suspiria to Skinamarie. How I'm dare you? Suspiria, a film made in your motherland. Oh God, great. Then you got Freddy Krueger too. Who you know. I said the kitty diddler. 
The dude was terrifying, the one the kid he did it with. The child murderer. I, I mean, I'm going with Nightmare on Elm Street. I can't not. So whatever you guys are going to do, you're going to do it. And I just ask, if it, if it does go that way, I get a moment of silence to greet. All right, well, Kat wanted to go last, so I'm going to go Suspiria. How close was it for you, Rob? Because it was real close. close for me, honestly. It's very, very close. Jeez, yeah. All right. Uh, this is very close for me, uh, yeah. very painful, but not bulking. Uh, I do have my decision made. I'm going Nightmare on Elm Street, and it, wow. it hurts a little bit. Well, I'm pretty Why? surprised by that. I thought for sure Cat would go Suspiria. I didn't know. Yeah, I these are both. So these were like two of my earliest horror films. They both have a lot of nostalgia for me. They both got me into very different areas of horror. Uh, but it is it's and I love the style. I also like the story of Suspiria. I think probably uh, more than anyone here. We, we've talked about this on the show before. We talked about it a lot with X. But like one of my weaknesses in horror is dancers who just like snap. <laughs> uh and i think that started with suspiria like the, it, it was a very monumental film in my horror experience but i think that the story and the legacy uh of nightmare on elm street just it's so enduring it's it's very powerful um i love the kills and, and you know what we we can talk a lot about the giallo visuals because that is what Giallo films are good at. First and foremost, uh, the score also was really good in Suspiria. But those visuals in Nightmare on Elm Street like can haunt you, you know. Yeah. And, also, uh, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Did you like X Cat? I don't think I knew that. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I might have. I kind of liked X. Yeah, I think it was okay. <laughs> um, I, I get it. I mean, it's Nightmare on Elm Street. The movie has a legacy. It's you know, it is a it's a slasher film, but it's something we've never seen from a slasher really before. Yeah. Um, it, it's really rich. It's a great movie. You know, the reason I picked Suspiria is because, um, I just think that when I look at that movie in particular and the style with which it's made um it's just such a compelling film to watch and to look at um and yeah it like is. i said i i don't think the story is it the story is i i it sounds like i'm shitting on the story i'm not it's it's a fine story like i, I there's nothing wrong with it it's just you know when you're comparing it to nightmare it's not yeah. nearly as original um of a story, but I think the other element, I think in, if I were checking off like a list of like, okay, this, this, this going down of what's best nightmare probably wins in story and acting and Suspiria takes everything else. And that's why I picked Suspiria. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was probably, and, and I'm not complaining about tie breaking. I requested a tie break. Uh, I do think I, w these two films were probably closer for me because i i do i i love suspiria so much they're like they really are right neck and neck with each other but Plus, nightmare on elm street scared you when you were young yeah nightmare on elm street was i Scary. i didn't get scared a lot in horror movies like even starting out but nightmare on elm street like would keep me up <laughs> you know yeah it was genuinely scary all right damn man that was fucking tough Nightmare on Elm Street moves on. Okay, 
remake side, we have again Suspiria showing up, but it's going up against My Bloody Valentine from 2009. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. Suspiria went against arguably the some the strongest of, of both sides. Arguably. It's in the, the debate of top three on both sides, period. Fuck. Well, I can tell you right now I'm picking Suspiria. Okay. Um, I love the My Bloody oh. Valentine remake. I love Tom Atkins, who could fuck every one of those dancers in, in <laughs> the Suspiria remake. Right. Um, there's no doubt about it. Uh, I think it's a, it's, um, it's a remake that uh, I will never like, like we, when we talked about uh, Carrie last week, uh, Kat mentioned how somebody said they were wanted to watch Carrie and they put on the remake. She wouldn't be mad. Same thing with my bloody Valentine. Like it's just a really solid, really good remake. Um, but Suspiria is like on a whole nother level for me. That was, that movie is so goddamn good. It's just all around better film. I think. Okay. <clears throat> uh, my, my thoughts are, are the same. Uh, I just, someone, I said to somebody uh, not too long ago that, oh, My Bloody Valentine, great, I love that movie. They said, which one? I'm like, it doesn't really matter, to be honest with you. They're both <laughs> really good. These are two really strong movies. I'm going to pick My Bloody Valentine. It, it, it Again, these are two very different movies. So it, it's hard, like like I, like I said in the, the last matchup, they both did what they were trying to do really well, and it's it's hard to pick this, but My Bloody Valentine, the kills, like, it, it was just so fucking good, and it was a shocker that it was good. I 3D, it was written all over it to be terrible. Tom Atkins was in it. It was supposed to be bad. I loved it, so um, I'm going to be sad to see either of these go. Cat? You're tie-breaking again. Two for two. Well, that's how again. you know that Suspiria is really, really fucking good. I voted against Tom Atkins. I can't believe that. That's <laughs> yeah. a first in Murder Madness history. Yeah. Wow. I will say, I I think this was, this was one of the ones where I really thought that my vote was not going to matter here because I thought I was going to be outvoted before <laughs> it got to me. Uh, I am going for Suspiria. Wow. I, and it's kind of, it's it's for all the things that you guys both have said already. I think. Um, like I, I, I'll, I don't want to say that they're interchangeable, but like, if you put on a, my bloody Valentine, I'm going to be fine with either one. Uh, Suspiria is a different experience. And I, I'm not going to say that one is better or worse, but like, I, I love that the Suspiria remake was able to do something so new with the concept, you know, like I, I'm really blown away by that. That's all fair. Yeah. Either one of these were going to suck to lose. Yeah, this is yeah. a... Ah, fucking jeez. But we can all agree Tom Atkins would bang the hell out of all those ballerinas. No. <laughs> I don't know why we would all agree on that. I think, I think we all agree there. We'll all disagree with you, yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, that. that's, that's a consensus. I get it. Okay. With you and whoever runs that damn Tom Atkins account, you keep liking and retweeting. It's not a Tom Atkins account. It's a Dr. Chalice account. I think that might be the real Dr. Chalice. I think you're an ass. He follows me. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I might have blocked him. I don't remember. 
this another well, I didn't even realize this matchup. This sucks. We're going back to the original side. It is Black Christmas. Oh God. Going up against Psycho. Oh. Holy <laughs> shit. <I quit. laughs> what the fuck? That's not the one I thought it was going to be. Uh, that's also it's rough, but in a different way than I thought. Damn it. This is where I quit the show. See you guys later. <laughs> um, I will say, not giving away anything here, I do yeah. think I have my answer. I could be swayed because it is close. This is a, this is a spot where I kind of wish I did look ahead because not knowing is nice going <laughs> in, but fuck, I should have been thinking about this. <laughs> God damn, man. You want me to go first? I mean, if you want, I'm still thinking. I would yeah, like you guys I, to vote unanimously. I, I think. I think. <laughs> I mean, I think I've, my mind is made up. Okay, let's hear it because I need help. Um, I I think that um, I love Black Christmas. I think it's a great movie. Um, it is one of the all time best slasher films. But when I compare it to Psycho, I don't think it quite measures up. I, I Bob Clark is a very good director. He's not Alfred Hitchcock. Um, I think the performances in Black Christmas are are good. I think the performances in Psycho are great. Um, I think that the the score to Black Christmas, which I own on vinyl, is is pretty good. Uh, I think Bernard Her- Herman's score for Psycho is absolutely fucking legendary. I have to vote for Psycho. All right. I also own the Black Christmas vinyl. I ordered it in December and got it when, Rob? About June? About June or July. It's about the same time yeah. I got my Krampus vinyl, yeah. Yeah, it was Christmas in July. Uh, holy shit. I love both of these movies. I think Black Christmas is great. I watch it a good amount. Like I'll watch it at least twice a year. Minimum. And Psycho's like it, it's it's beautiful, man. Like the black and white was done perfectly. I'm not a huge fan of black and white movies, but the, every they did everything they needed to do to 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 play into it and 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 bring out and enhance something that only had two colors and it was gorgeous. Uh, the acting was great in Psycho, like much like Rob said, and it was you know it was good in that in Black Christmas. But where I kind of veer is Black Christmas can, will make you feel uneasy. Like those phone calls were creepy. Like there was suspense in both films, but I felt like. I'm going to go with Black Christmas. I'm sorry, Kat. Leave it to Mikey to vote for the Canadian film. Son of a bitch. Why are you going to bring that up? I'm being heartfelt oh, here. While we're speaking of soundtracks on vinyl, by the way, Waxwork has repressed their Chopping Mall soundtrack. Oh. Uh, yeah. And if you haven't heard the soundtrack to Chopping Mall, it is fucking incredible. And, Mikey, it's not a pre-order. They're shipping. I already got mine. Oh, wow. Look at wow. that. Yeah. Waxwork, by the way, not a sponsor, but if you guys want to talk, hit us up. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. Uh Cat, I'm sorry. 
Um, th- I. Th- this is three for three that I've been tiebreaking, and it's big uh, ones. I think this might be the easiest of them for me, even wow. though I they're neck and neck. But I I feel pretty strongly about my choice. Um, I am going to go for Black Christmas. Wow. Because. And for them, and I try, I try really, really hard to put like movies in their time and place. Mm-hmm. Uh, politically speaking, Psycho was influential in so many positive ways in horror, but it did really <laughs> rein in that uh, like ableism thing in horror, which is a stigma that we're still trying to get rid of—the demonization of mental illness uh and i i don't it's hard to blame psycho for that uh and i haven't in previous like categories that it's gone up against but when you look at psycho like even in its time and you look at black christmas in its time where it had all of these like really deep social issues like abortion (laughs) we still can't talk about sensibly in horror movies today the evidence being the remake of black christmas like it was just black christmas was so far ahead of its time and it's like it reigned in the golden era of slashers, and it I just it, it's got to be Black Christmas. Also, though, should be noted that sometimes crazy motherfuckers be killing people, cat. So, Everybody sometimes, be killing people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I it happens, but all right. I mean, look, I you guys voted the wrong way, and that's fine. Um, this was hard, man. I mean, I like Black Christmas. I, I do, but I'm sort of talking about fucking Psycho here, but all right. I know. And and it... I mean, Psycho changed the way people watch movies. It did. But Black Christmas changed the way people made movies. No one could do what... And, and that's not fair entirely, because no one could do what Psycho did. No. People tried to, and they couldn't. I understand. I can think of one specific person that tried to and couldn't, yes. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that right now. We're all being nice. Even, yeah, even in the late 90s, they couldn't do it. Vince Vaughn, man. That chest hair? Oh, get me started. You know, watching Psycho, I was always like, you know what this kid needs is more chest hair. <laughs> A Vince Vaughn chest hair? Yeah. Yeah. That had done it. You know, Anthony oh. Perkins, Janet Lee. that's fine. We'll just toss them all aside and move on. We're not tossing them aside. The performances were better, but just Psycho was... You got to keep in mind, too, it, it's hard. To, it's a black and white movie. It's the best black and white movie probably visually ever, arguably. But it's still, at the end of the day, a black and white movie. And I know that's unfair, but it, it's there, man. I'd rather watch a movie in color. Right. You know, Psycho. The remake was in color. I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't Jesus know how Christ. I feel voting with you after a comment like that. <laughs> yeah. See what you did, Cat? Look whose team you're on now. And, you know, I, I, I think it also goes to say, Cat just made really three really hard fucking decisions. If that was me, I'd demand to be done making decisions for at least the next three brackets <laughs> in in their entirety. Yeah, this might be the last time I do this, but Jesus Christ, cat. I'm on honestly. a vendetta today. Ooh, that is a that that was hard. 
I don't. And like I'll tell you what, like I felt okay confident about it, but I the thing that's going to keep me up tonight is going to be Nightmare on Elm Street and Suspiria. Gosh, like that, that was just, t- yeah, yeah. That's gonna. Whew. Yeah, the fuck, man, that's hard. All right, uh, remake side of the bracket. This one's tough too, but uh, it's The Hills Have Eyes, 2006, going up against The Blob from 1988. And it's tough because both these movies are good, but I'm going with The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, I'm also going with The Hills Have Eyes. Mm. Um, You know, it's... Uh, it's a remake that, in my opinion, supersedes the original. The Blob doesn't quite do that. Yeah, we've got a clean sweep here. It's it's the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Finally, fucking easy. I mean, I, <laughs> and I like the Blob remake. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. Uh, I yeah. Seem like I don't, but I just I think the Hills Have Eyes is better. And I do want to toss this out here because I feel like I've been harsh on the Blob remake. Uh, I voted against it pretty aggressively last round. I I also like it. I really do. I don't think it's as fun as the original, but I think it's a good movie. Like I've seen it multiple times. I think it's a fun time. I it, there are a lot of things that were on the side of the bracket that I would have knocked out for me, but it's. I, it's not better than the hillside eyes. <laughs> it's just, I, it's not. Honestly, I, I'm thinking to myself right now. I don't remember. The first bracket was bad, but these are really tough decisions here because now Rob won't agree. But the next matchup <laughs> that we have on the original side of the bracket is Dawn of the Dead, 1978, going Ooh. up against Martyrs, 2008. Oh, yeah, this is really easy. Um, this one's Dawn of the Dead. You guys go ahead and go. <laughs> uh, shit. I mean, I know Cat loves Claude Flum Flum Flum, whatever his name is, but come on, fucking George Romero. So close. George Romero, Tom Savini. Uh, Martyrs is more of my style of movie. Oh. You know what? Oh, shit. More your style of movie. Chris cussed you out in French and you had to have somebody translate it for you. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, obviously, I don't mean that, but, you know, it's a it's a gore fest, man. I love Terrifier. Like, we, we how, how do you think I'm going to feel? Because, and, and to be honest, too, zombies aren't really my, my subgenre, typically. But, God, there's so much to appreciate in fucking Dawn of the Dead. And it might be my favorite zombie movie of all time, maybe. It's hard to pick, but I gotta go Dawn of the Dead. Um, at at the risk of, I so I, it it doesn't really matter what I do here. Uh I am going to vote martyrs. Okay. I will say it's a lot closer for me, though. I and I've said this at every stage of martyrs, uh in this bracket i'll say it one more time before it's gone it it's in my top five movies of all time like i adore this film so much i think it did so many creative things i love french extremism zombies are my subgenre, though like this is it's very very close for me um for me yeah. too 
this one was gonna hurt no matter what. Yeah, I'm still not sure that so man Martyrs is really good, Rob. No. Martyrs is fantastic. I uh, it's... I I wonder what it's like to live in Cat's world where <laughs> Martyrs is a better movie than Dawn of the Dead. I listen, I it's what Dawn of the Dead did for zombie movies. I think Martyrs did for the French extremism movement. And I know that we're not all big fans of the French extremism say, on the show. You're not making the case you think you are. <laughs> but I am. Like, I feel very passionately about French extremism. Uh, there, uh, Seriously, uh, French extremism and zombies are my two favorite subgenre of horror film. Like, they're uh, <laughs> why I love horror movies as much as I do. And I think... I what kind of broke the tie for well okay one of the things that broke the tie I think also just the end of martyrs is very ethereal I think like the there's a lot of poignant stuff to say about humanity and what makes us what we are at the end of martyrs uh it's a film that you can just dissect forever uh, which I think pairing that with a gory, hard to watch film is just, I think that's an incredible pairing. It's something that we don't see enough of. It's why I like French movies. Um, but I think that having something, because I didn't know that there were genres being revolutionized in that way, still being made in the 2000s, you know, like. That's fair, too. I, there were a lot of really groundbreaking films in subgenres when Dawn of the Dead came out, you know, because a lot of stuff was still new and to see something, to see like a revolution like that in horror film in the 2000s, just like, I, and I think that's kind of the thing that broke the tie for me ultimately is, you know, I'm impressed. Hey. I'm impressed with Martyrs, uh, putting it yeah. into its time and place. It's just, I, I'm yeah. blown away by what, what they were able to do, but Rob just has nothing to say about it. Like he doesn't even want to talk about the fucking. I mean, movie. I you know it's. I, I, understand. I understand why it's going, but I understand I... what what she's saying. But you know, to say that I mean George Romero was was doing that decades before Martyrs. But you Martyrs know. did something different. You know, it's I which we were running out of different things to do. Yeah, yeah. I, it's time. It's, yeah. Here's the thing. I like French fries and French toast. You can keep the French movies. <laughs> the thing that kills me is that, like, because you say that, but then anytime I have a French movie that it's like Rob is going to be so irritated by this, it's climax, and you're like, that one was fun. <laughs> climax is a fucking trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. God damn, this round is rough. Yeah, this one was rough. What do you think is more poignant, Kat? The ending of Martyrs or the ending of Return of the Living Dead? Not Return of Martyrs. the Living Dead. God damn it. Night of the Living Dead. That, I think, is very close. Um, The thing about the end to Night of the Living Dead is that it gets, unfortunately, more relevant by the year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the thing with uh, Martyrs is just that it's so open to interpretation. Like, I, I think there is a certain existentialism in it 
And maybe this is because I grew up on like American horror, but I we don't see enough of that, you know, where it's just mm-hmm. like there are so many different ways that you could kill that back, and you know, you kind of get to choose what it means to you. All right. Well, that wasn't the question that we were answering tonight. Anyway, I just was interested. Yeah, I mean, I'm so drunk I, I do, that I'm confusing I, Return of the Living Dead and Night of the Living Dead. So. I do think Night of the Living Dead comes closer for me mm. than Dawn of the Dead. But what about Return of the Living Dead? Return of the Living Dead would have won this bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. Night of the Living Dead had a good remake, too. Yeah. I don't know that Fuck I've that. ever watched that remake with Tony Todd. Yeah, that yeah. should have been on here. Shit, we watched it. Up. Tom Savini directed that. That was a great movie. Mm. It was Shit, good. We fucked up. All right. Oh, well. start over. <laughs> yeah, I'll okay. be honest. Uh, when I was scrolling through, because I was trying not to look at these too hard, uh, I actually thought <laughs> Night of the Living Dead was the one that was on here at first. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then when we actually sat down to start recording, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead but... easily should have replaced Last House on the Left, maybe. Probably. I think I didn't even think of it. I don't think of that Night of the Living Dead remake very often, which is probably why I've never seen it. Watch it, man. It's really good. It is pretty the good. The Dawn of the Dead remake was really well received by everybody. People love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, I, I'm drunk. What one? <laughs> the Dawn of the Dead. Dawn okay. of the Dead. <laughs> oh, we should have told the martyrs. Fuck. <laughs> that could have been the April Fool's prank <laughs> that oh, we played shit. on Rob. Oh, fuck. We missed April Fool's Day. Damn it. Yeah, we started recording. It. <laughs> yeah, I oh. wanted to do a whole bit where we were going to do an episode on The Notebook. <laughs> That's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I did I that once with the. Uh, uh, fuck uh if i or should i stay or if i stay or something like that it was some chick flick yeah. and i posted it on the feed and all <laughs> thought it was quite clever all right <clears throat> this uh th- this next matchup is on the remake side of the bracket. And this one's difficult for a different reason. Uh, good news is one of these motherfuckers <laughs> are finally leaving. Bad news is one of these <laughs> staying. Yes, it's worth a bleep. Friday the 13th, the You remake. better bleep that If my gets bleep, your better get bleep. Hey, you gonna get three bleeps in, a, in one go. I didn't. You just this three times. That was like all in one sentence. That's only what counts as yeah, one. Yeah, no, this is the problem with it. You didn't even stop. Wait, you think I can't say in three sentences? Come on. Add more work. Add more work. I don't have enough to do. Child's Play remake is going up against the Friday Thirteenth remake. I don't know what to do. This is fucking stupid. I oh fuck. <laughs> um, I almost... <laughs> damn it. I almost gave my answer right away. Um, I have an answer. But I'm not gonna fuck up this late in the thing. Fair. These two are close, but not for like any good reason. They're real close. <laughs> uh, I'm going, and I think this might be the first time I've done this in this bracket. Um, I'm going to vote against the Friday remake and go wow. with uh, Child's Play. It is close. Again, not it, not for good reason. It reasons. is the first time you've done this in this bracket, and I know because I've voted against Friday the 13th pretty much every time. <laughs> um, I just, again, I, with the Child's Play remake, 
they're doing something different. They're trying something different. It's not great. It doesn't really work. It's, you know, Megan did it better. Um, although I heard somebody call that Mithrigan, and I really want that to catch on. So we need to start doing that. Yes. What, um, what they call Megan three? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um, but um, cat damn it, you threw me. Sorry. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> yeah. So, but they they did something different with the Friday remake. They just jammed three movies together. And it could have been, I, I really get frustrated by the remake because it could have been a really interesting film to remake if they had remade the original Friday the 13th. Yes. They didn't because of marketing. You know, they were like, well, we can't make a Friday the 13th mask or, or movie and not have Jason in a hockey mask. So we got to jam all this shit together into one film to get him there, you know? What if, oh, no. That's not what we're doing. I was going to pitch a Friday the 13th remake, but that's true. Oh, what what if, you know how, and, and I know we've complained about it in other movies, but I think it would work here. Uh, what if the Friday the 13th remake had done all the marketing with Jason and the mask and everything, but then it had been the whodunit with Pamela Voorhees, but it's, she's seeing Jason in the mask because she was already having visions of Jason in the original Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we just could have gotten him, you know, like right. as a hallucination. I mean, that, that would have been more interesting than what they did. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, ultimately I have to go with child's play because at least they tried something new with the story. Shit. And child's play has the real Chucky. Mark, yeah, as we all know. <laughs> You're a motherfucker. I, I just want to let everybody know. The bleep total, I have nine. <laughs> Rob has 25. That's not correct. And Kat has four. Also, I would appreciate it if you would pay attention to the show instead of racking up the bleep total. You make me do it. Anyway. I don't have 25. There's no you way. You probably have more. I uh, yeah, it. I was going to say, it sounds kind of low. You bleep them a lot. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm adding one just in case I missed one. All right, yeah, maybe because you were bleeping all those times I said. And now 27. All right. I'm going child's play. All right. That makes this uh, pretty easy. This is a clean sweep. I'm also going. Wow. Child's play. All right. Cat, it doesn't matter. You should totally break tradition and go for Friday the 13th. <laughs> it would have been funnier to go for Friday the 13th, but I, I can't. That'd bring myself funny. to do it <laughs> that would have been a, that would have been a twist I mean, wow. again i i don't think the friday i don't hate the friday remake as much as you guys do i don't think it's that bad like i think it's mid See, and what no bad what what were you gonna say they they did both of these characters jason and chucky dirty but at least they, when they did Chucky Dirty, they were trying to do something different. They were trying to do Jason Voorhees, and they just fucked it up. Yeah, no, I get, I get that, and and I'm not changing my vote or anything. I, I just yeah. want to say, I don't think it's a, I don't think it personally that it's a terrible movie. Like I can watch the Friday remake. It's not, you know, it's not my favorite in the franchise by any stretch of the imagination or anything. But I can sit down and watch it. Mm. All right, I can sit down and watch it while I'm doing something else and look at the TV every time there's a titty or a kill on it. Except for one pair of titties. I won't look at those. <laughs> you better bleep those titties.
can bleep those. Do you know how many times we've said titties that I would have to go back? <laughs> You'd be at at least 80 by now. <laughs> you don't want me to do that. I mean, it's not like I'm a potty mouth or something. You, you have 27. That's a made-up number. Not No one else is even in double digits yet. You've got 20. <laughs> That's a made-up number. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, we got two more matchups on for this round, and then we're getting into the next. <laughs> all right, hold on. We're not going to do the original yet. Okay. For the remake side. We did this Uh-oh. last time, too. All right. Fine. You want to do it no, now? Go ahead and do it. I'm just saying that we did this happened last time, too. We got to the original. I we were like, say, oh, we're not going to do that one yet. And I'm tie-breaking, so it might not have oh, a huge shit. impact. But I will say I already have my answer for the original side. All right. I don't. So <laughs> I'm going to need yeah. help. We'll go to the remake side, and then we'll come back to the original. The suspense is is built now. We might as well do it. All right. Let me in 2010 versus Dawn of the Dead 2004. I have a feeling I'm going to lose. Um, That's on, this is on the remake side. Both are very good remakes. Yes. Um, I'm going to... Hmm. I'm going to go with Let Me In. I do think they're both very... It's very close, though. I think... Uh, Zack Snyder, you know, he's made a lot of movies that are very easy to make fun of, but he really did a good job with with Dawn of the Dead. Um, if for no other reason, though, I think I just like Let the Right One In more than I like Dawn of the Dawn of the Dead, and the remakes are so close that I'm just gonna pick <laughs> Let Me In. All right, that's some good logic. Yeah, like I I don't really know. I mean. You know, I I think both of them are, are really close, but I, I just and I'm always impressed with Let Me In. I mean, I've only seen it a few times, but every time I've been impressed because there's no reason that the movie should work as well as it does. It shouldn't be as good as it is because American remakes of foreign films are never good. All right, um, I'm going Dawn of the Dead. Let Me In's really good. Dawn of the Dead is really good, and it had to follow up a really good movie, and it did. Going down to the dead cat. I was kind of hoping one of you guys was gonna sway me, and I think Rob kind of did not in the way he wanted. I think I'm going Dawn of the Dead. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> what it comes down to is that I like Dawn of the Dead more than I like Let the Right One In. Uh I'm I, I like zombies more than vampires. And even though it's yeah. like top tier vampire, I it's it's some pretty damn good zombies. Yeah. Like uh that's kind of what it comes down to for me. The acting was great, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. Because I think Let the Right One In is probably... I mean, I've said it. It's my favorite vampire movie. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead might be my favorite zombie movie. But I like vampires more than zombie. So. Alright. Dawn of the Dead moves on. Okay. This is bullshit. I don't know why we do these brackets. <laughs> the next matchup on the original side for round three is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus Halloween. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What the fuck? Like, how can Chris, how do you make this decision, dude? Like, this is hard. Fuck me. I like that you called Chris. <laughs> well, I mean, Chris, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, this is hard. 
Um, uh, I will say I came in saying that I had my answer to this one. I had forgotten what the actual matchup was. <laughs> I I love both movies. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is is a masterpiece, and uh, Toby Hooper did such an amazing job of just creating a feeling when you watch that movie. But I mean, John Carpenter's Halloween is just perfect. I mean, the that opening tracking shot is so amazing. Um, the score is just incredible. The acting is better in Halloween than it is in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I just, I think across the board, when you compare the two, Halloween is a better movie. Um, I I love what Texas Chainsaw Massacre does as as far as creating that feeling, but doesn't really have a whole lot else to it. Like, I don't think of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and immediately think, oh, what a great score or great performances or, or anything. So I have to vote for Halloween. I don't like this show. I don't like this show for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to get really mad at me. But I am going to go with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I'm going to go with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because if we're looking at what the movies accomplished, look what they did, man, with the Texas Chainsaw. The feel they were able to give everything man like don't get me wrong michael myers is a creepy motherfucker yes agreed but when i i think i think of the i think of two shots is is what helped me come to this conclusion is when you see michael standing by the bush in halloween and when that door opens up and you see that red background and leatherface standing there in texas chainsaw when I seen Michael Myers standing by that bush, I said, oh, wow, that's creepy. When I seen that door open and, t- and Leatherface is standing there, I said, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And I don't know, man. I mean, we, we can Texas Chainsaw as a franchise really ultimately if we're, we're boiling down great films. It's got one. Halloween's got a bunch, but we're not talking about what sequels did. We're talking about what originals did. and I feel like Texas Chainsaw accomplished more. Well, first of all, if anybody's mad at you for thinking that, they're stupid because these movies are really, really fucking yeah, close. It's hard, <laughs> you know. In my one, so when I think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the the first thing that that I think of is the shot that you were talking about, where, yeah. where the door swings open, and he hits the guy with the fucking hammer, and he drags yeah. him in, you know. And and also another thing that that. Toby Hooper did really well with Texas Chainsaw Massacre is when you think of that movie, you think of all this like gore and blood and stuff, but there's really not that much. There's not. Um, it is a masterpiece of editing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you still feel that way. Yeah. I think of that. I think of Leatherface dancing with the chainsaw and Sally in the back of the truck screaming. Those are the moments that I think of with Texas Chainsaw. For me, Halloween is just going to ask what. Of those okay. moments, it has that it has that opening tracking shot, which is just fucking amazing. Um, which I know isn't a single shot; there are edits hidden in there. Um, but it still looks incredible. 
there's the you know michael standing at the bush like like mikey mentioned there's michael standing out by the car there's just him standing in the yard by the laundry looking up at Lori in the window i mean there's all these these shots of of michael just stalking these people and just sort of being there that it's just so fucking creepy to me so but but i i look i'm not i Halloween is, in my opinion, if you take everybody keeps telling me The Shape of Water is not a horror movie. <laughs> if I'm going to, if I concede that point, which I'm not really doing, but for the sake of argument, I'm going to this once, then Halloween is the best horror film ever made, in my opinion. So it's not like I'm slagging off on Texas Chainsaw Massacre by knocking it out for Halloween because the two are very, very close. So, uh, you know, nobody should give you shit about that, Mikey. That'd be stupid. Okay. That's well, our listener. You tell him I said so, too. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll teach him. Yeah. Send him right over to my Twitter where I'll ignore him. Cat. <laughs> Good um, luck, bro. Yeah, I've been thinking uh, while you guys were talking. I came into this round not knowing what the matchup was and feeling really confident because uh, I knew which one. I knew one of the ones that was left was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I forgot it was going up against Halloween. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um that that being said, and I it I do think Halloween has more of that kind of uneasiness, but I think the shock factor is a lot more impactful in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, and that and like uh Rob was saying, that sense of like a feeling, you know, like they captured something there. And that's that's one of the things that I look for in horror movies, even to this day. And uh, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's, it's another, it's in my top five of all time. Like, I just, I, I think I have to vote for it. You guys have committed a horrible crime and you're both terrible oh, people. When Rob does it, or when Mikey does it. <laughs> I, well, because I didn't think you were going to vote the fucking thing out, Cat. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you two? I'm 46 years old. If I watch Halloween, I can't, I have to turn all the lights on in the house because I'm afraid somebody's watching me through the window. I'll tell you this right now. I'm worried about fucking Leatherface oh, and his and stupid hillbilly thing, family. The other thing, <laughs> uh, I think Texas Chainsaw, uh, this is, I think the weakest point possibly of both movies, uh, if I had to nitpick, would be the dialogue. Uh, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre feels like a movie where they didn't give a fuck that we were watching them talk. They were just spitting shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know that my biggest complaint with Halloween is the dialogue. The fucking the head tilt? <laughs> I mean, when he fucking sticks Bob he and says, then he just... Tilt his head as he's looking so many times amazing. consecutively. I visually, I it, it's a great movie. It's he fantastic. sits up. He does that fucking sit up that the Undertaker made a career out of stealing and fucking wrestling. Oh, come on, it, I'm gonna be honest with you. My killer rankings, dude. Myers is lower than most people would probably have him for me. I know, but your rankings always suck. No, man, because at the end of the day, he's just a dude. Whenever you say, hey, here's my rankings, I just kind of tune you out because I know it's going to be bullshit. <laughs> wow. You're like, here's the Scream rankings. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> we did like a whole month of ranking movies, so that means you ignored me for yeah. like four shows straight? Yeah. Jesus Christ, pay attention man. to that bullshit. The fuck? All right, well, this is a travesty. This is... 
Wait a minute. I can't believe you were so nice to Mikey. Because I thought you were going to do the right thing. What are we doing here? You had to know. (laughs) You had to know that I was going to vote for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You knocked out John Carpenter. What the fuck are we doing? Rob, you said, I I have to tell you (laughs) that... You are not allowed to give me shit for this, and because if you do, you have to take it up with Rob Humphrey. He said, "I'm so. not giving you shit. I'm giving cat <laughs> shit." And I didn't say anything about that, so shut up. Yeah, get his recording. I expected you to do something dumb, not cat. I thought she was more sensible than this. This is all off the rails. This tournament is fucking just. You shit. know that Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre is one of my top five films. Like what? I came into this bracket saying that two of these on the left side are in my top five. The greatest movie ever, and we just toss it aside for Hillbilly Family. All right. All right. Rob, that's fine. They, all, the, all that scared you in Halloween was Michael Meyer. In Texas Chainsaw, dude, you didn't know what to expect. The, the heat, everything that they put on you, dude. So uncomfortable. The distress, like, dude. Mm-hmm. They achieve yeah, yeah, yeah. more. Whatever. Halloween's a better movie. You guys are both wrong. <laughs> wow. It's well, a better fucking movie. It's I just right there. I watch like it. it. It's either. on the fucking screen. It's a better movie. I don't like it either. Toby but. Hooper. What the fuck that guy do after Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Funhouse? Oh boy. <laughs> wow. We're not talking about the the later movies. We're talking about these movies, more the original movies. That's it. It doesn't I'm mad. I'm mad, and when I get mad, I act like a child. Don't leave me alone. I can tell. Not for nothing, John Carpenter up and left this motherfucker real quick, too, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, couple of John Carpenter haters. I can't believe that we just had to do that. Wow. You can't believe it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you just said these movies were close, and really close. Oh, all right. Are you ready to start round four, Robbie? All right. I'm not talking. <laughs> Finally, the day has come. I'm just going to get his text to chat app back real fast. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't have to speak to either of us directly. Holy shit. He left. He left the call. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> I didn't like that at all. He really I'll be honest, I don't know if he's coming back. Oh, there he is. I don't know if he is. I, didn't, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't know if he's coming back. Oh, there he is. I don't know if he is. I, didn't, I wasn't sure. Rob? Hello? Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? I was going to leave the meeting, but then I was like, you guys will do something stupid if I don't come back. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what could be more egregious than what just happened, but... You said they were close! Rob comes back on the show next week and Funny Games is back in the bracket. <laughs> Stop using my own words against me, Cat. I was... Mikey made a stupid decision. I was trying to make him feel good about it, and then you doubled down on it. You had to know. You had to know. Why are you talking about me like I'm not here? You're presuming that I pay attention to what you tell me, Cat. I don't. <laughs> Wow. Also, I think we have to get Murder by Numbers back this fall. Yeah. Apparently mm. Rob doesn't listen to them. <laughs> For the Lord Humphrey Cup. It's not the Lord Humphrey Cup. Yeah, it's the autumnal Lord Humphrey Cup. <laughs> <sighs> and where are my balls? Can we move on to round four, please? I'm not happy. Yeah. 
And I got news for you. This is not getting any fucking easier. So buckle up, buttercup. I don't give a shit what happens from here on out. So bring it on. All right. Wow. I'm just tossing in wild cards left and right because nothing matters. I will say this. This this fucking murder madness is no longer for the Lord Humphrey Cup. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, we huh? finally this did is, it. This oh, is for yeah. this is for the fucking uh, shit spittoon. That's what we're giving away this time. Shit spittoon. Holy shit. Wow. All right. So for the first ever slasher radio cop, I guess. Yeah, right. I just wow. told you it's the shit spittoon. It's the spittoon you also shit in. <laughs> Starting off round four. This this can we go backwards? <laughs> Probably like that. I we think. could start with not fucking knocking out Halloween for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but whatever. Here we are. That happened already, though. I don't like it either, Rob. What do you mean go backwards? Like, we've been starting at the top left of the, the bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, sure. the fucking thing in front of yeah, me. Yeah, I don't, I can hear. Okay. All right. You so we're fucking, start... You could tell me anything. I don't know what fucking order they're in. <laughs> All right. Well, if anyone's keeping up with the bracket, I don't even know if anybody is. But if you are, in spirit of the bracket, we're starting bottom right this time instead of top yeah. left. So it's remakes. Also, if you're following along with the bracket, get a life, you nerd. Way to this is every every episode you've talked up this uh, tournament, Rob. Good job. Okay. Uh, Child's Play, 2019, going up against Dawn of the Dead, 2004. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Child's Play, Dawn of the Dead. Fucking finally, I'm voting for Child's Play. <laughs> you motherfucker, you. are you really? I am. It's a better movie. Based on the, the scale I've been presented this evening, that's a I was going to say, he's in a mood now. <laughs> he's the biggest ass, I swear to God. Cat, please do the right thing. I'm voting for Child's Play. No, <laughs> obviously I'm voting for Dawn of the Dead. Thank I'm also voting for Dawn of the Dead. It's a clean <laughs> no, story. it's too late. You're, you're on record now. Fine, whatever. I give a shit. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. That was easy. Thank God. Is that movie Child's Play made it way further than it should have. Yeah. We talk a lot about how the wheel gives us some really difficult decisions early in, but sometimes the wheel just fucks us by giving us matchups that Child's Play can make it this far. Right. Yeah. It's evil. Uh, we have three more matchups left. And this this is we're, we're moving on to the original side. Dawn of the Dead 1978 versus the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm going Texas Chainsaw. Uh, I, I, Halloween. Can I do that? <laughs> no. Then <you> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I could feel you just wanting to be spiteful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, this is a clean sweep. This is is Texas Chainsaw. That's unfair too, because Dawn of the Dead just didn't have enough rocks in its pocket. Yeah, you know. Is that a fucking saying? What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, some Brooklyn bullshit. Man. What is that? What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. Maybe I don't fucking know. There been no rocks in the pocket. What the fuck is that? Oh, when you're trying to sink a dead body, that's some mafia shit. When you're no, it's when you're trying to hit kids in the head in the haunted house. <laughs> fucking cat goes. No, it means it didn't have enough. Like Texas Chainsaw came with more rocks, man. I can right. point out more shit with Texas Chainsaw, Dawn of the Dead, 
It doesn't have any negatives, but it just didn't have enough rocks in its pockets, dude, to compete. Okay. All right. It didn't have enough rocks in its pocket, so it didn't sink to the bottom of the lake like the other one. Okay. Yeah, like Halloween. Pothole. <laughs> All right. You guys, the disrespect for Halloween on this show is absolutely I didn't absurd. Say it. You made absolutely me do that. absurd. You made me do it. You made fun of my hometown, man. What's wrong with you? Look, you're saying some bullshit. It'd be like if I was walking around and some guy's like, not enough sticks in the dairy or whatever the fuck. I'd be like, what? Unbelievable. Remake side. This decides, that, like the rest of these, who goes on to the semifinal. Suspiria, 2018. Going up against The Hills Have Eyes, 2006. I already know I'm not winning this one, but I'm going to just put it out there. I'm going for Hills Have Eyes. You are wrong. Um, okay. Suspiria is a better film on every level. I like I like the, the Hills Have Eyes remake. It's just not as strong as Suspiria. Yeah. Didn't have enough rocks in his pockets, man. I know. I, I could see that, but, but Hills Have Eyes, not to take, dude, that. That thing will make you feel dirty, man. They, they really did so much. It's really got a lot well. of rocks. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's got oh, some yeah. rocks. It's got fucking Ted Levine and everything. But yeah, but uh, Suspiria is just, it's such a brilliant approach to a remake that it's, it's tough to beat. I, I understand, Kat. I was really mm-hmm. hoping you guys would both talk a little bit more. because I, I mean, I can I, always talk, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... Really on the fence about this one. I, I really like Alexander Aja, I, but I think I do have to go with Suspiria. All right, understood. Understood. It's, it's close. So we've learned it's closer likes, than I thought it would be. The cat likes Alexander Aja and Claude Lefloum Flum Flum more than <laughs> John Carpenter. Okay. Lefloum Flum wow. Flum. All right. Suspiria moves on. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, that's okay. a tough knockout. Yeah, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> Ow. This, this, I don't know if this might, this is just as tough as the Texas Chainsaw Halloween thing. But the final matchup for round three and to, to figure out who moves on to represent the original side of the bracket is a Nightmare on Elm Street versus Black Christmas. Wow. This is a tough one. Um, wow, wow, wow. Wow. Oh, geez. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck I is this? <laughs> I feel like you're just trying to fill dead space, and that's fine, because I'm just sitting over here trying to think. That's my brain malfunctioning, is what that is. I. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to need you guys. As... As a potential tiebreaker, and hopefully you guys don't put me in that position again, but as a potential tiebreaker, I really need you guys to show your work on this one. Uh, well, you really uh... fucking suck as a tiebreaker, cat. <laughs> um, Blame Chris. <laughs> yeah, Chris. What? <laughs> this does not help her, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I mean. I never understood the argument. Um. <sighs> so... The originality is Nightmare is such an original 
idea and and such an original just screenplay and, and you're seeing shit in this movie we've never seen before um it's it's really it, it, just a fascinating movie um when you if you can put yourself back in like that time when you were watching it for the first time or whatever you know it's like what the fuck um i don't know that there's any of that really with black christmas but I still think that Black Christmas is a better movie, in my opinion. Um, the performance is probably better in Nightmare. Yeah. Um, the scores are kind of a wash. So, I don't know. I guess if I'm adding up points, actually, Nightmare would probably win. But, God damn it, I like Black Christmas more. <laughs> you know, another thing we have to keep in context here. Freddy, if I, I'm not taking anything away from Robert England or slash Freddy Krueger from this movie because he was terrifying, but all the other stuff that Freddy turned into doesn't mean anything in this decision. Right. So yeah. that that's the thing too, because I do prefer like a Freddy from Dream Warriors over the original, but I prefer the original Freddy way more than what he eventually turned into later in the franchise. What about uh, Jackie Earl Haley in the remake? We don't talk about that. That was out. In that round one, I believe. All right. Um, yeah, this is it's really tough. I I'm gonna go with Black Christmas. I I think that there's just something I don't know what it is about Black Christmas. There's just something kind of special about that movie. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go that way, even though I, I don't have a great reason for it. I wish I had something to give you, cat, but I really don't. All right. Other than the fact that it's fucking Black Christmas. I think you actually know that it's Nightmare on Elm Street and you're determined to make me tie break for no reason. <laughs> it sounds like you know that it's Nightmare on Elm Street, so you've already made that decision. <laughs> I don't... I'm not so certain that this is a runaway for Nightmare, though, is the thing. I think that Black Christmas is a really good movie. And, no, you know, I... remember, Black Christmas is the proto-slasher. Without Black Christmas, none of these other slashers exist. Yeah. I don't like that term like it or not it's the fucking t- what do you want from me i'm not the dictionary guy well, i was just saying like texas chainsaw happened i don't think texas chainsaw happened because of black christmas well texas chainsaw I think happened was... in the same year yeah, yeah. and so we would got there eventually but there are people who will argue that texas chainsaw is not really a slasher it's a hillbilly horror film that's fair but i mean it's so hard because like what rob said it it, it yeah nightmare did something new but there's something to be said about a movie that can take something that's not out there and, and need the, the fucking claw fingers and the nightmares and the, the, the burnt skin to still scare you. We don't even know what the fuck Billy looks like. And they were still able to bring that out. And, you know, the simplicity of the times with, you know, with Black Christmas, <clears throat> the problem is, you could even go down to the sets, man, like Johnny Depp's room and Nancy's room. And like it, it might be unfair because that hit me because that was kind of like, you know, like that looked a little bit like my room growing up, you know? So, yeah, I, yeah, I never got to live in a sorority house. I, I tried really hard, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> um, sorority so I, I don't really know what that what that was like. Just the style of house is very old fashioned. It was all wood and, you know, carpet. Yeah. That's it. 
you know, and clocks, and apparently a picture with an ass on it or a calendar, yeah. or whatever that was. Uh, uh, I'm going Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's by zero point zero zero one percent. And I would like to again apologize to Kat. <laughs> so the thing. The thing with Nightmare on Elm Street is that it did something that we had really never seen before. I I maintain that Black Christmas, in a lot of ways, has done something that we've never seen since. Like it was very politically relevant for its time. Uh, it it's still unrivaled in that department today. I I think it's I think it's really just an exceptional movie. Uh, it. It was so far ahead of its time. The thing that kills me about it is that I'd rather watch Nightmare on Elm Street. And I don't I I don't know if that makes it a better movie, but I No, but that's I mean that's a valid point. Which one you would rather watch obviously is going to weigh in. I mean, that's kind of what I said about Black Christmas. To me, there's just something special about about Black Christmas. But I also think Black Christmas did something that, I mean, we're talking about, and even I mentioned it with Nightmare, that it was such an original idea and something we hadn't seen before. I think at the time that Black Christmas came out, there weren't a shit ton of slasher movies. It was still fairly original. It was fairly original. I I think, I think the thing is that, like, because Black Christmas, I guess maybe this is also true about Nightmare on Elm Street. Black Christmas feels like something that people would be afraid of you know like you're getting calls you're not getting answers people are disappearing like that feels like a very grounded real world fear whereas nightmare on elm street feels like you know all of those fears that you can't explain we can do that you know like there's there's kind of that extra dimension but yeah in its time on screen we hadn't really had a black christmas either This is super. I. This one's rough. I I think I have. And these are both movies that I watch every year, (laughs) like several times. Yeah. Yeah, I I can say that I'd rather watch Nightmare on Elm Street, and you know, on any given day, it might be true, but like, Black Christmas reigns in the Christmas season. You know, like that's how I start <laughs> christmas yeah. movies every year is with black christmas it's a christmas tradition right up there with santa's sleigh god damn it mm. <laughs> and jack frost god damn it and jack frost what? My hey oh because it doesn't have a remake i was like why didn't this make on the uh why didn't jack frost make the bracket it would have won uh, <laughs> probably would have <laughs> i think i've got to go nightmare god damn it hurts. This this might be the toughest matchup for me today. Goodbye to Olivia Hussey and not knowing how to talk to her on the phone. <laughs> Ooh. I said Nightmare in Suspiria was going to be the one that kept me up, but it's going to be Nightmare in Black Christmas. Should be Texas Chainsaw on Halloween, to be honest with you, but whatever. Uh, it's not. <laughs> and by the, by, for the record, Kat, as a tiebreaker, I think voted with me like once. <laughs> Fucking worst, man. That was really hard. I'm still not sure about that, honestly. 
Uh, that being said, I'm never tie-breaking again. I think I've paid my dues. Uh, I got to be petty this round. I'm done. <laughs> Kat just won like three times. <laughs> she she yeah, proved I'm... a point. <laughs> I, the point has been proven i made a lot of really tough calls today i know i'm gonna be getting shit about some of these decisions for the next six years and uh <laughs> that's the, you're still getting shit from the the friday one i'm still getting i know i, I literally that free. was what started the conversation was i got the, there was a meme and it was like can anyone defeat jason Voorhees? and i or chris tagged me and he's like i don't know can they can you knocked Jason Voorhees out of you were you were strong you spearheaded knocking Jason <laughs> Voorhees out in the first round. There is no way Chris has not dedicated his rest of his life to murder you. That's just that's the decision <laughs> that we made when we did that, Kat. We got a negative iTunes review because of you, Kat. Oh well. It wasn't negative, it just wasn't five stars. <laughs> but and I I still think that was Chris. <laughs> Chris being petty. I'm gonna sign on to iTunes and be like, <laughs> "Viva la Pinhead!" <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> this was not fun. No, what I've learned tonight is I can't trust Cat to make decisions, and that's sad to me because I thought she was level headed. I feel like I was incredibly level headed. Mm, I mean, I think I was level headed. <laughs> you left the call. Well, you got to bring up old shit. <laughs> That's the second time you've done that, too, by the way. Yeah, but you guys forced me to that first time. I was just doing Candyman. Want me to do it again? I'll leave again. <laughs> Fuck around and find out if you want. That's white people shit. I ain't messing with it. <laughs> you lead us in rage quits and, and bleeps. Good job, Rob. <laughs> well, that whole bleep thing's bullshit. You pick and choose what to bleep. That's not my problem. You know what I'm going to bleep. Other than, other than, uh, uh, I didn't know. Yeah, I, didn't I, was know gonna... I didn't know you were going to believe that. But then you knew and continued to do it. I got to add one for me. Shit. See? Right. Now you're in double digits, aren't you? Son of a bitch, I am. <laughs> but, but one of these, I have an asterisk next to it, and it says Rob made me do it. So I don't know. I'm <laughs> that, that 10 has an asterisk next to it. But God damn it, that sucked. What right, so we're down to the what I call it the fucking ferocious four or whatever bullshit name I came up with. Uh, yes. What, what are they? What Various are the four? Four. Yeah. Yeah. What? Whatever. What? What are the four that are left? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. And on the remake side is Suspiria and Dawn of the Dead. Okay. That fucking sucks. That's a All terrible four final four. We fucked this up. No, it's not. Hmm. That's a fantastic four. What are you talking about? No, I'm not happy with the way this played out at all. The worst thing is fucking Child's Play remake was in the last one. Dawn of the Dead had a freebie. Well, don't don't say it like it's my fault. You know what makes me really nervous? Uh-huh. Oh, no. I don't like this. Why? I Because <laughs> I don't trust Rob. Well, I I'm, gl- I'm glad we're having a panel. <laughs> yeah, panels are fair. Panels are fair. I'm the only one that can be trusted to make a level-headed decision on this show. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think next year you guys are just going to sit and listen while I do the bracket myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be how you would want things, wouldn't it? All right. Uh, that that was painful. That sucked. Go check us out on Twitter. Uh, also at patreon.com forward slash slash your radio. 
If you're starting as low as three dollars a month, please support the show. It's free to go look. Uh, you get an extra show every week. We we actually had kind of two shows this week. We went over a list that Cat had of like the top ten worst horror movies of all time that some schmuck made, and uh, we played a game that Rob put together. Mm-hmm. A perfect game with absolutely no problem. We did surprisingly well on a game yeah. that was difficult, even though we've been drinking. Yeah. 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 Well, I was surprised at how well you guys did. How level headed we were, you might say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how we made the decision. <laughs> um, yeah. So check us out on Patreon. Uh, we, it, Patreon's fun. They, they, there's all that extra stuff that I just mentioned. But I mean, they, they, we had the Rob wheel that went up not too long ago. We do have an interview coming up. We we actually have a, a couple of house cleaning things to do. Uh, obviously, this week, last week, would have been the Patreon pick, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you guys can understand. We got a lot of stuff going on with the tournament, so it's pushed back a week. We will get to it. Uh, also, we do have coming up an interview with Kara Elise Gardner, the director, writer of Living with Chucky, the documentary that by the time this episode comes out will be out on Screenbox, i believe is the sixth Woo-hoo. yeah so uh that'll be coming up we'll be talking that we've seen it already so we can't talk about it yet but we will talk about it on that episode uh video version of that interview uh, with uh cara will be up on patreon so again patreon.com forward slash slash radio need you guys to support the show four from four Please. Not gonna yell at him? No, I, I don't have it in me. <laughs> it's hard to ask people to support the show after what you guys just did. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I'm not proud of it either. And wow. we, we talked about it before the show, too. Pay, uh, Twitter. Definitely check out the Twitter. You're missing out on a lot of stuff. We, we have a lot of fun on there, good and bad. Package yell I mean, I guess fun is a word for it. Oh, that yeah. a lot, yeah. We never win. We never, never win. And I'm at Mikey's Dead. Rob, where they find you? I'm on Twitter, at RadioRob123. Um, and I recently, it's dropped already, was on a, an episode of Friday Nightmares. Hmm. Um, they did a uh, another wrestling episode of their show and uh, had me on. So if you want to hear me talk professional wrestling and uh, set uh, all of those people straight over there, you can go check that out. <laughs> Um, so Heather and Scott invited me on and uh, they also had Tim, da- Tim Davis uh, from the Dummies of Horror podcast he was on and uh, we all just chatted pro wrestling for a bit and you can find it uh, fucking wherever you get podcasts it's Friday Nightmares nice Cat. what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cat underscore Valor V-O-L-E-U-R you can also check out my website CatValor.com that's right and let's not forget Check us out next week, guys. We will be back. Semi-finals, finals. We're wrapping this bitch up. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast.
Uh, all right. Nobody's got to pee or anything, right? Nope. No, I'm good. Okay. I mean, I might throw up at some point, but huh. <laughs> I'll try. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. <laughs> Mute my mic. Good for you. You deserve it. It's been a long day. <laughs>